You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. I'm bringing you behind the scenes in this episode and sharing all about my mindset behind updating my brand voice guidelines this past month. I haven't done a deep dive into part of my own strategy on the podcast in a while outside of alignment reports, so this is going to be fun. Settle in for a casual episode where I ramble a bit about why updating my brand voice guidelines now was the right choice for me. I'm not sure if you've noticed this to be true for you, but it certainly is for me. The things that I am excellent at helping clients with, I am much less good at prioritizing for myself. So that means that I've helped lots of clients define their brand voice, but I haven't worked on my own in apparently over five years since the document said 2018. I'll start by telling you just a little bit of the history of my brand voice first. I initially wrote it as taught by Ashlyn Carter in the excellent course Copywriting for Creatives, which I'll link to in the show notes. I took that early on in my business and it was a really solid investment. I learned so much that I was able to implement in my own business. And one of those things was the brand voice statement. And then I also applied that to my work with clients. I followed her instructions in the course and I wrote my own brand voice. And I think I remember getting feedback within the Facebook group too, and maybe even Ashlyn herself to refine it. I remember that she positioned it as this important part in the process of learning to copyright, which I have definitely found to be true over the years that I've been in business. So the brand voice statement I wrote was about a page long and I had it saved as a Google doc that I honestly opened up often in the first few years in business. I would open it when I got stuck on content, when I didn't know what I should write about. And I used it every time that I wrote a new service description for my website, every time I wrote a new sales page. Every time I created a new offer too, I would reread it and make sure that it all matched up. I also was able to send it off to at least five freelancers that I hired. Um, So at certain points I'd hired a Pinterest manager, a copywriter for a sales page, uh, someone to do Instagram engagement for me, someone to create social media content, a client experience specialist who worked with me on my Dubsado, and then a ClickUp expert who set up some systems for me. And then I also shared it with a few of my interns when I was doing the Acadia mentorship program. So my strategy was to use the document to give people who were new to me and new to my business like a primer of my brand before they started working with me. Because I felt like it was a pretty great snapshot into how and why my brand exists. Since it's modeled on my vision, my mission, my values, it also gives people insight into how I communicate what's most important about my brand to my ideal clients. So a lot of what I just talked about was in my first two or three years of business. And in the last few years, I hadn't consulted it as much or sent it out as much, which makes sense because my business has sort of hibernated at some points over the last few years. And I've also experienced a lot of pivots. Also, I've done very little outsourcing in the last two years. So there hasn't really been anyone new to send it to. It's interesting that once I stopped referring to it as often and I stopped connecting with other service providers around it, I did feel more unsure about myself in business and general, 
Not saying that one caused the other, but it's an association that I personally could make for sure. Anyways, it wasn't until I was writing this issue of Facet on the topic of brand voice that it occurred to me, hey, I should pull up my original document. It's mostly unchanged since 2018. Although I referenced it often back then, I didn't really update it. And so as I was reading it from my perspective now, five years later, I was actually really surprised because without looking at it, I wouldn't have thought that it had changed much, but it did. And it actually felt a little bit like a time capsule. So in the years since I was using it more often, I did gradually shift my voice fairly unintentionally, I would say. My voice now is definitely different than it was then. So I had the idea of updating my brand voice to reflect how I'm communicating now and then share it within this print issue of Facet. I do like to make myself an example for the purpose of you doing some learning. On page 24 of this issue, I share a real copy of my brand voice without any edits. And I use arrows to point out exactly where I've made changes since then. And I also explain the why behind those changes. And then on the very next page on page 25, I'm sharing the updated version so that you can compare them. I'm not gonna read them to you because it would spoil the surprise when you get the issue in the mail, but I will tell you what I hope you'll take away from my example in this experience. It reminded me that brand voice is a living, breathing thing in your business. It shouldn't stay exactly the same forever, but it does accompany you through a long-ish cycle. So for me, that was through the entirety of my years in brand and web design. I did not change my brand voice constantly because that would be really confusing. It worked best when I was reading it over every so often rather than me just keeping it in my digital drawer. It was definitely worth updating now, five years in, because I've made some significant changes in how I communicate. I've evolved a lot from that original voice based on just what I've experienced. I've also changed a lot of things in my business. For example, I'm only offering one of the services that I first offered when that brand voice was written in 2018. So the 2023 glow up feels really different to me. And I've been curious to hear what subscribers and single issue purchasers have had to say now that they've seen them side by side inside the print copy of Facet. And I think that it's possible that brand voice is so personal and so I can notice the subtle differences a little easier because I'm so close to it. Kind of like how you can tell twins apart from very subtle differences when you know them really well. When I actually did make the changes, I kept the format of my original document. I first, I just read it over. I wanted to see what still worked. I put in bold what I thought maybe should change. And then when I went back and I looked over each one, I considered how I actually communicate now versus then. And I made edits to each one, one at a time. Reading over the whole thing, adding on where I thought I needed to. Some sentences were just deleted outright. Others, I added brand new sentences. And now that those changes have been made and my own brand voice is closer like to the top of my consciousness, they're not so subconscious anymore. It's been interesting to notice myself editing as I type and as I talk. In at least every paragraph I write, I'm making a switch from my first thought to something better. Like as I was writing notes, preparing to record this episode, I typed, I think the phrase gear up, but I was instantly like, um, that's not gonna resonate with my audience. That is really out of place for how I normally talk. It also isn't something that I would say in real life like in conversation with a friend. So it's strange that that's the first thing that came into my mind because it's actually pretty out of character for me. But because I know my own brand voice really well, I was able to make a swap and find something else more aligned really quickly. And I think I went with settle in instead, which I'm sure you'll agree fits much, much better with the vibe of this show because the sentiment is just more aligned. 
Personally, I've found updating my brand voice to be empowering and reassuring. I feel like it's the right update for where I'm at on my journey at this point in business. The language fits the kind of reassurance that my clients and my students are looking for from me. Because I actually wrote a brand voice back then, it makes it easier for me to compare to now. I didn't need to dive into like screenshots of my first ever website. I didn't need to look over my first Instagram posts. I was able to read my first brand voice to get a sense of that, which helps me to better see my own evolution. And I don't know, in entrepreneurship, things feel really endless sometimes, like everything blends together. But when you have pause points where you've taken time to clarify some facet of your brand, you can use those documents, you can use those pause points almost like a time capsule, which allows you to see your own growth a lot easier because you have your own self as an example to compare to. I really appreciate that I'm able to do that. It makes me feel like I'm getting something right and I'm making progress. And sometimes it's just nice to be able to validate myself for something rather than look to external factors to find that feeling. I'm glad that I made the edits that I did in response to how my own voice has evolved. And now what I'm looking forward to is using that new voice to go over some copywriting that needs some updates. So I'm looking at some website updates in the near future, and I'll definitely be referencing my new voice guide to help with that. I hope that this gives you some hope if you're just embarking on creating your first brand voice guide, or maybe if you have one and it needs some revisions. It is helpful to do in your first few years of business, but it's helpful to do it anytime. It's never too late to clarify your own brand voice. It can only help you going forward. You will always be growing, but you owe it to yourself to support your growth as an intentional business owner. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.